Welcome to Pop and Lock the Podcast with Rami and Pasun. So, this is a. Uh, <laughs> We usually sit around talking about a lot of pop culture stuff, so we thought it'd be kind of fun to uh, open it up and make a podcast out of it. You guys might know us from Singing in the Car, which you can be found <laughs> on my Instagram, at Ramsville. You might know me from Singing in the Car. <laughs> you know, he's just the person that drives the car. You might know me as the driver in Singing <laughs> in the Car. All right, so uh, let's get to it. Let's go. Let's jump right in. Taylor Swift's new music video. Wait, what? should we explain Papa Love first? Like, why we I, chose the name? All right, cool. <laughs> uh, Pazette likes to do the pop and lock at parties. Oh, and I'm super good at it. She's literally doing it now, but doesn't realize the radio. Maybe you should make a video instead of... But then I have to wear pants. Okay, okay so we're not going to do that because we don't <laughs> want to put on pants. Nope. Now you guys know what we're dressed like. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Um, it's Pop and Lock. We talk about pop culture because we got it on... Lock! Oh, I just got it! There we go. <laughs> so, this is the kind of good stuff to expect. So, let's jump right in. Okay, Taylor Swift's new video. Ugh, boo. What did you like about it? I just felt like it was a waste of cameos. Like, you have Lena Dunham literally just smoking a cigar. And I am super, anno- I am super annoyed that... She got Kendrick Lamar on the on the song, and I really love Kendrick Lamar, and I felt like he kind of like reignited my my love for for rap, and then he does a song with Taylor Swift, which was super annoying. Like Tupac would never do a song with Taylor Swift, and he was just kind of like the Tupac of our generation, maybe. Really, that's the, that's your my, my issue was more like <laughs> I thought it just could have been better. Like when I saw them in the build up. Like, when every day Taylor Swift was posting, like, a new cameo that's in this thing, I was like, oh, man, this thing's going to be, like, insane. This is going to be such a crazy video. And then it just was, like, more or less, like, her walking by the people, like, from the poster, and I'm just being like, sup, Taylor? Yo. <laughs> like, that was it. Like, there wasn't, I don't know, I just didn't feel like it was a big, like, if I had that many people and that big of a budget, like, it would have been, like, a huge epic kind of thing. But this one just felt, like, just weak. Yeah, she didn't really make use of the people. They were just all just there. And um, I actually heard that the director was the guy that directed the Power Rangers movie. What? Do you remember that? No. Apparently it's the same director. I don't, I don't know for sure, but that's what I heard. Now, speaking of music videos, let's go from one that disappointed us. And let, let's get this straight. A lot of people are going to say they love the video. A lot of people are going to say, oh, it was amazing. It wasn't amazing. Like, it really, if you have all these people... To get come together to be in your music video, and that's like literally the outcome. It's a letdown. So it's not us hating on the music video itself. It's more us hating on how it was. Now that video, that's letdown because what you had cameos. Now this video had cameos, but they know how to use it. Yes. Feeling <laughs> myself. Yes. Slayage, so much slayage. Like, okay, but first off, like when I heard the video dropped and it dropped exclusively on title, I was super pissed off. But then someone gave me a link to the full video. I didn't even have to subscribe. So suck it, Jay Z. But yes, the video was amazing. What What's your favorite part of that whole music video? Was it the burgers? When they were, when they were feeding each other burgers, and when she finally got the French fry in her mouth, I was like, yippee. <laughs> You okay, is there anything Beyonce has ever done that you did not approve of? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, 
Beyonce can't fail with you, essentially. Wait, yeah. you did not like House of Dairy on that much. <gasps> Shut your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true, B. It is not true. No, I remember you said she looks bougie. Oh, <laughs> you can't say that out loud. The Beachy. <laughs> no, like I'll say, like it looked like what I liked about like the video from what I've seen. I'll admit I have not seen the whole video. I just saw the snippets. Is it looks like okay? It looks like they had fun. Like it looked, it, it looked like a fun, fun day. Like I kept being like, man, I kind of wish I could hang out with them. Exactly, that's what the video made you want to do. Like, me, you just want to like go party with them, and it was such a great thing to see like two powerful females in the music industry just collaborating together and just having fun instead of like this rivalry thing. Rival, rivalry, rivalry, rivalry. I'm sorry. Say that again. Rivalry. No. Rivalry. Rivalry. Right. <laughs> Instead of that, it was just it was just a fun video. And Beyonce's going for a more like fun approach recently, you know, like with the other video of Seven Eleven. She's just she's just having fun instead of being this like Which is I gotta admit, it's different. Like Beyonce for like much of my life has always been really like everything looked overstructured over all her videos. Her dad was in charge. No, but even, like, when she dropped 4 or whatever, everything always looked really but planned out. From the beginning of 4, she started to loosen up a lot more, and then she created her website, and she started sharing all these personal pictures, and Beyonce has never shared personal pictures before, but she started really, like, involving fans in her life and and just having a more laid-back, chill approach to things. And I, and I think it also, like, affected, like, her being a mom and stuff. Like, she's more... It's just more fun. Now, something that's not fun, title. Uh. You said it earlier. <laughs> okay, now I read this article that said that this music video might be one of the saving graces of title. Like this, a lot of people subscribe because they realize, wait, I might actually have to pay to get exclusive content. Were you enticed in, in subscribing when you heard about this? No, actually the opposite of that. I was like, why is Jay-Z trying to ruin my life? Why is he trying to keep Beyonce away from me? Like, why is he punishing me? Because it's not fair to have something just to create this, you know, business and be like, oh, I have all these famous friends that will help me, like, push this business. So, I'll like, I know you guys really want to see Beyonce and Nicki Minaj, but, you know, you can't see it unless you subscribe to my business. It's just not fair. But, okay, my, like, for me, the way I looked at it is, like, with Jay-Z doing Tidal, like, and putting this, he actually realized, he made the point of why Tidal exists. Because at first, everyone was like, oh, Tidal's just a, like, Spotify wannabe. But now that there's going to be exclusive content, there's going to be concert tickets that you can get through it, there's a lot of merchandise, like, there's a lot of things that you can get through uh, Tidal. That stuff annoys me. It definitely annoys, but it shows that it's a bigger purpose, no, it just shows that the purpose is to just give Jay-Z more money. And, like, why? Like, I I live all the way here. Like, I can't physically subscribe to it. So why should I not have access to the video? That is a good... Like, that is one of my main issues. Like, it's number one title for all, but title's not ex- available in Egypt. Yeah. So technically, the only way you legally could have seen the music video is if you got a VPN, got a U.S. credit card... Made a whole back channel thing just so you could see a music video exactly. when Beyonce's reach is worldwide. Yeah, exactly. So that just doesn't seem fair to me. Maybe I'm just annoyed at Jay Z in general. Like, I'm just like, no. You're not the only one annoyed at Jay Z. Marina Abramovich. 
<laughs> How are you saying that? I, I, I've only ever read the last name. I've never heard it spoken. Abramovich, I believe, is how it's pronounced, but I, I could be wrong. The art crowd is the art crowd that listens to this podcast is going to be very disappointed in us. We just lost so many R. art R. fans. <laughs> oh man! Uh, <laughs> what would be the first time we pissed off when we went to the Matisse exhibit in MoMA at the MoMA? I'm sorry, but that was really stupid. <laughs> <The cut> <laughs> Oh, man. We're just pissing off the art craft so much. You think Shereen's going to still listen? I hope so. <laughs> um, no, but the, like, she's pissed off at Jay-Z because she said when Jay-Z did the Picasso baby mm. performance that she was used to help make it happen and he was supposed to donate and then he didn't. No, she didn't say he was supposed to donate. She said she was, he was supposed to somehow attract people to No, no, he, she, he was supposed to donate. Like, he was supposed to donate a big sum of money to make the institute happen. And then oh, she okay. said that he never did. And then, like, less than 24 hours later, the Marina Abramovich mm-hmm. Institute then said, oh, actually, Jay-Z did cut us a huge check. We just forgot to tell Marina. <laughs> <laughs> Which, like, Marina's doing a pretty bad job as a head of an institute if she did not realize there was a gigantic check that came in from Sean Carter. Do you think she just thought Jay-Z's real name was actually Jay-Z? <laughs> like, she's like, well, thank you, Sean Carter, but when am I getting my Jay-Z check? Well, Marina- seems like she's always just trying to make headlines or like try to get people's attention like because she said she had a thing with lady gaga before so she just seems like a like a uh, are you throwing beef at marina i am throwing beef at marina because <laughs> artists are supposed to just i don't know it just feels like she's trying to be commercial or while pretending to be like a true artist you know like who does collaborations with lady gaga and jay-z and then like Kodak. <laughs> I, think, exactly. I, think, I think Kodak did something. With it just the seems guy. like she's sold out a little bit. It just reeked of desperation. Yeah. Like when she wrote, like when she was in the interview, she's like, never trust Jay-Z. Yeah. It's not like I was going to ever like, it wasn't like Jay-Z was calling me up being like, yo, Rami, want to do some stand-up with me? <laughs> I promise I'll pay you after the show. And I was like, I heard from Marina. <laughs> <laughs> and then it, it just ruined like a really cool thing. Like I really loved that video, Pica- yeah. the Picasso video. It really, really it did sell it a little because it made it seem like Jay-Z was being an opportunistic guy. And I didn't, yeah. I mean, he probably did. Like, because you know how Jay-Z is going into this whole, like, art route. Like, he keeps, like, dropping names of, like, paintings he has. How many costumes songs. do you think he has? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, but there's apparently uh, one that Blue likes leaning on from one. <laughs> it's, like, it's yours, Blue, you own it. <laughs> like, so I, just, I don't know. Yo, I gotta say, how do you feel that Blue has more fame and credibility in the rap game than you? Yo, I love Blue Blue. <laughs> That's what we call her. Who's we? Ah, you don't get it. But I love Blue. I was a little jealous from her in the beginning, but she's adorable. And I bet she got a cut from that from that song. (laughs) I I actually I agree. Song. Yeah, of course. She said, "Mama." Technically, she's on the song. (laughs) Speaking of horrible like collaborations, Beyonce and Drake's new song is more like Drake featuring voice notes from Beyonce. She just says like "Can I?" and then like "Baby," and that's it. Like that, and then it was like Drake featuring Beyonce. I feel like Drake. Like I feel like she owed him something, like to do that. There must have been something going. They went on. to like a restaurant. And they yeah. went, like, yo, how do we split this bill? Like, yo, yo, can I record you just saying, "Can I, baby"? I think at one point she said, "Like, can we turn the lights on or something?" It doesn't feel right. No, that that felt very cheap. All right, we're gonna end on this one. Okay, we were listening to the startup podcast, which check it out, it's a great podcast. And right now they're following this company called Dating Ring, and this episode was about how. 
um, th- like it's about this website that does blind dates for people. And essentially, they then admitted on this week's episode that they actually rate people by attractiveness. And then they only give you a plus minus of one attractive points. So that breaks the question. Because they say people generally date people who are within their attractiveness field. Now, you have an issue with this because you <laughs> feel like you're taking more than negative one or two. I, okay, that's not what I said. I just said that n- normally, like, people of the same, like, a seven doesn't necessarily just date a seven. Like She could date an eight or a six. No, more than that. Like, I, do, I don't feel like you can rate people because it's about chemistry. It's okay, about... what do you rate yourself? Uh, <laughs> I don't want to put people off, but, like... I think an eight's fair. I think okay. you definitely eight. Okay. Now the tough question: What do you rate me? Oh come on! I don't want to do that. Wow! Unless the answer wait is the answer five? No, it's eight. You're eight. No, I'm not because you don't think we're on the same okay. level. No, okay. I just said okay. How the conversation went was I just said like people don't necessarily you're people not answering date, the question. date people from their same like rate rate, so you, and then you said. I th- I think that we're close. Like, I do think you're more attractive than me. Like, that's not what you said. You said we're on the same level. I think we're on the same level in the plus, like, plus one scale. Like, I, I think I'm a seven. Yeah, <gasps> and you I think agreed. I'm a six. No, you I'm a six. no, and I agreed. No, you didn't. But you didn't say that. You said we were on the same level. I th- within the plus one. Plus minus one. Okay, yeah. No, we're not. You think, yes, I'm, we you think are. I'm a six? No, I never you said that. You think I'm a five? What? No, Four? no. Three? You're an eight. I am not an eight. You, you were going to admit that. And you think you're a nine. You only said eight because you were being bashful. Are we counting like personality and like general awesomeness? Oh, if personality, then I think you're definitely a ten. Aww. Aww. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys, this has been the first podcast. I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, we'll be back probably next week. Deuces. Bye.